so excited it has been a while we've been uh um quietly you know resting and relaxing i guess um <laughs> but it's time to get back and do some playing i by the way i should say before we even get to our drink cheers to anyone uh trying to do dry january because that ain't me so, <laughs> i didn't know there was a dry january oh that's a thing everybody's talking about dry january i'm like okay <laughs> We're in a pandemic. Screw that. <laughs> oh, thank you. Um, so, so we're, we're here, and of course, we're being stupid already. So, you got me going, girl. What is that? Water. For the, oh, okay. I'm like, for those of, of us that are not uh, looking at our, our YouTube page, she just pulled out a, like, it looks like a keg. <laughs> a container or something. It's a gallon of water. Oh, good for you. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so we're back. We're yapping, but I need us to talk a little bit about social media stuff because our so we our social media has been a little quiet. So why don't you let everybody know where they can find us so that they can come back and visit us again? Let's talk about some social media. All right, guys. So on Facebook and on Instagram, it is Old Girl Podcast. And let me just refresh your memory on how we spell girl. It is G-U-R-L as in love, like we love our people. Okay. Now on Twitter, we have Podcast Girl because, you know, that bitch still will not let go of our name. So we are just stuck <laughs> with Podcast Girl. But you know what? I'm kidding. Yeah, I'm kind of used to it. And, you know, it's loving on it. And we got we got a lot of podcast activity on for on Twitter, so I'm loving, I'm digging it. And our email address is ogirlpodcast at gmail.com because we are going to be asking for some stories. Uh, we'll talk about that later. And last but definitely not least, on YouTube, we've got our YouTube episodes on there because when you watch the YouTube channel, you see the things that you don't see when you're just listening to us because you know we do some funny shit. So anyway, make sure you check us out on social media and download share and like our episodes on whatever platform that you know you feel comfortable with and we really would appreciate a review we really would seriously (laughs) and by the way we love our podcast listeners that's Mm -hmm. what we started out as um so please keep listening and don't feel like you're missing much out like i will try and be your color commentator um like i said and i'll describe dumb things that we're doing if we need to so there you go um (laughs) i want to give a shout out to a podcast that we had shouted out already once but i went and listened to it so what we're uh, today you know we're doing a whole big catch-up of what we've been doing and how things have been going and one of the things that I'd been doing was some, some, I don't know if you call them craft, DIY projects, upcycling projects, um, things that I I just wanted to catch up with. And I was um, out in my garage painting and thought, well, this is a good time to catch up on some podcasts. And I listened to one called that we shouted out called Colored Folklore. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. And everybody knows that I'm an actor and I'm a director and I do like theater and, you know, that kind of stuff. And so this was the coolest podcast I've listened. I think I only have one left and I'm going to be caught up. But this gentleman tells old folklore stories. When I was a kid, when I remember in sixth grade, we studied Grecian myths. Right. And Mm. it was how something became something. And it was always because of the gods or whatever. So this is like that same idea, like mythical stories and folklore from different like indigenous tribes and ancient tribes from all over the world. And he's traveling around the world. So there was a tribe in the the Oneida tribe in um, oh, it was on the border of Canada. So it was Canada and whatever. I might have been Minnesota. I can't remember where he was at on the border. But um, and then there's a South African and I've listened to a China area kind of one. And they tell these really fun stories. And then he his commentary is what I love because he talks about how he would take these stories and possibly adapt them for present day. So you can so that they would still make sense or like updated um, like he takes the ideas of these characters and be like those would be two brothers and then you know or I would make them like this or you know if everybody knows it and I just love the concept because it really is like a theatrical interesting and they're only like 27 minutes long they're pretty quick okay so you can do a couple of them while you're doing stuff it's just really interesting and and I feel like you know everybody needs to be exposed to all sorts of different cultures and interesting things and mm-hmm. it's just like something odd that you might not you know think to listen to in your everyday life but you really should and and they're entertaining and he's funny and he always has facts and the facts are from like the areas like you know so you learn a little bit about the country and I just feel like it's uh a little step forward in me trying to be more well-rounded and more mm. well-balanced. Yeah. Um, but they're inspiring. So I know I'm like yammering on about it, but that is my shout out for the week. I want to tell everybody, go listen to Colored Folklore Podcast. It's super fun. So, uh, <laughs> Wait a minute. Did, stupor? Stupor. Stupor. Stupor? No, I said super. Super. <laughs> no, because for me, I stupor is like it's like 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 crazy fun, stupid fun, like stupor. Oh, but you know, I digress. I'm sorry. Invented a new word. <laughs> what are today? <laughs> Think um, my caps on too tight. <laughs> I know we're not at our cocktail yet, and I'm we're gonna get there because I want to get some other housekeeping stuff. By the way, we're gonna talk about what we've been doing and stuff in a minute, but. I know that we've always said that we're not a political podcast. Mm-hmm. Not to I know that you all saw us um, wearing our pearls on Election Day and yeah. hoping for the best. But we just want to touch a little bit on what has been happening because it's a lot and a lot historical in a good way and a lot historical in a not so good way. And right. we want people to think that we're completely ignorant of what's going on. We want to entertain you, but we also, you know, hope to make everybody think. So we are going to like, I want to talk a little bit um, more toward the girl power portion of the the happy stuff that happened in history. But we did see some pretty shitty stuff, Shalane, and it was shocking. We saw an actual, what I call a domestic insurrection at our Capitol, which I never thought in my lifetime I would ever see anything that crazy. The funniest thing about that was I was talking on the phone to a friend of mine, not you, it was another friend. And I was like, do you guys, do you mind if I go upstairs? Um, Cause I was watching, I told her I was gonna be an hour late cause I wanted to watch what was gonna happen at on the Senate floor. 
And so I watched it. And I'm like, okay, they're going into like a two hour talk. I can miss that part and come back and see what's going on. So mm-hmm. I was like, hey, I'm going to call you and I'm going to walk on my treadmill. So I was upstairs walking on my treadmill and we're talking and catch up. I haven't talked to her in a, in a month or so. Not 20 minutes into my walk, my husband comes running up because he works at from home. He goes, you need to come downstairs right now. And I'm like, what? And he goes, you're not even going to believe it. And I ran downstairs and I was still on the phone with my friend, like staring at the TV and not talking, just going, oh my God, oh my God, oh yeah. my God. And I know I texted you and I texted a couple of people because I knew you guys would weren't probably in front of a TV. And I'm like, you need to know what's going on. Um, it was shocking. It was sad. It was horrifying. But I told my friend on the phone, I'm like, I guess I'll, we'll always remember this as we were together when, when. Yeah. Cause I, I do, I do remember I was at work. So I, I didn't see anything. It wasn't until I, I texted you about something. I don't even remember what, but you asked me, you know, have, have you watched, you know, what's going on? Have you heard what's going on? And I was totally clueless until you said something. So that's when, when I got home, I went and turned on the news. And then I was like, I can't believe I'm seeing what I'm seeing. I'm a veteran. I served this country, you know, against terrorists and stuff like that. And to see that happening in our own backyard, I mean, if you think about it, I haven't seen anything like that. I mean, what, like 9-11 was like the latest attack on our, on our own country, but it still wasn't domestic. It was still another country. So, you know, I, I was just completely blown away and, I, and I'm trying to keep it light, but it really made me think and I was scared. I was really scared because you know, mind you, I'm still here in Atlanta and my family, Dean and my sister and my other loved ones, they're in they're in Florida. So their biggest concern was whatever is happening over there is going to trickle out into the you know, nearby area. And at that particular time, I was alone because my roommate was out of town. So now I'm thinking, you know, it's still there. I have an axe by my nightstand. I've got a can of pepper spray, not bear spray. I don't know if you can see, but it's like right there. That's bear spray because I just didn't know, you know, and um, it was it was scary. And and people, you know, and again, I don't want to get in a fight with anybody that that seems to believe otherwise. But I do feel like from for my own integrity that I need to like say, no, I believe it was domestic terrorism. I believe it was stirred up by a crazy ex-president, cheers to that, um, that got people all like riled up and, and you know, it, it was it was terrible. And I hope we never see it again. I, I'm like, here's hoping for this year for people to see what happened, what they what they got, what they got um, tricked into believing. Maybe I don't know how to say it, you know, like there's things that I that I strongly believe that maybe somebody else doesn't believe and they may think I got tricked into that so I don't want to like step on anyone's toes but my goodness that was a mess yeah terrible and it needs that kind of stuff needs to stop I'm hoping that we can move forward Mm -hmm. and everybody everybody that has some common sense because I don't think that you're going to get the far one side and the far other side crazies to ever come together that means the rest of us that are in between that can talk rationally and have a rational discussion even if you have different beliefs yes those are the ones that need to get together and go all right we're gonna take this back and get things under control so yeah here's something that 
that being said, let's brush that aside. The ugly mm-hmm. part. Yeah. I'm, I am extremely excited about the historical events that occurred um, at our inauguration by seeing so many women come out and kick some ass. ass. <laughs> I'm going to say it. Kick some ass. <laughs> so I, w- I mean, like top of the charts, Madam Vice President. OK. <laughs> I just I I take the lead on this one because I I like and I'm going to try to do this without crying because I'm so happy right that you know the hashtag on there that I used when I you know posted what I saw hashtag my VP looks like me I mean I was just beyond myself because for the first time little girls were able to look at someone that looks like them and, and I, I want to go big. I want to go broader. Yeah. My VP looks like me. Yeah. She's a woman. She's a right. Chick, you know what I mean? Like you can go chick first and, and are not chick first, but like there's like, you're right. Every little girl gets to go. That is a woman. Yeah. And then the cherry on top is right that delicious chocolate covered cherry because i mean up until this point yes we had barack obama okay but he wasn't a woman and so it's the fact that up until this point we have not had a female vice president but in, in addition to have a vice president that is a woman and a person of color because let's look at what we've seen in office we've only had barack and that's oh, yeah. it. Yeah. So that that's why I'm like, and I've seen, and I'm again, I'm going to be light about it, but I have seen a couple of comments that were made. Some of them were crude. Um, um, they were uh, inferencing that she did something to get that, that, um, you know, and I'm like, that is like, oh, so we're just going to dismiss the fact of all her educational background and her, and her service to country. We're just going to dismiss that. Right. But also the fact that, um, we were just excited just because, you know, her having a vagina should not mean a win for us. The fact that she, you know, she's a woman that just doesn't qualify her to be a vice president. So therefore I'm feminine, but I'm not a feminist. And I was just like, do you hear yourself talk? Do you hear what you're saying? So I, I've had to separate myself from some of those individuals who think like that, because for me is to know that I have someone in that office now that is a woman, but in the fact that looks like me, the fact that, you know, let's talk about like what, 40 years ago, 20 years ago, that, that a little black girl wanted to be something that was predominantly reserved for white men is like, I can do that now. Little girls can watch that TV now and say, yes, I can. I can do this, you know? Let me just go back because we do need to honor the person. Don't do this. Don't do this. You're right. (laughs) That helped get her there. Yes. Because I believe she did. And that is Miss Stacey Abrams. Because mm, mm, that is right. Mm -hmm. She she is brilliant. And she's a nerd. That's why she loves herself from Star Trek. And she writes, she writes books. Um, she writes romance novels under mm-hmm. a pseudonym. Mm-hmm. So she really turned some things around here in Georgia, number one, and mm-hmm. then helped 
for the, the you know the, yes. for this to happen. So I mm-hmm. want to say yay for Stacy because she kicks some ass. Mm-hmm. Yay for Kamala. Now, side note, um, our our are not our side chicks, but I'm going to go our side chicks looked amazing and and repped the shit out of inauguration. So we got Dr. Jill Biden, who mm-hmm. is now going to be helping, by the way, I don't know uh, when this will air, but she's she said she um, is going to be helping with the uh, getting the little kids back together with their parents that <gasps> are apart yes. on that committee. So Jill Good. Biden ain't taking no crap from nobody. After I saw her ask, do you guys, do you remember remember during um uh when they were um out campaigning and some somebody tried to get on stage and have their way with with joe like it was a bad they were not happy they were protesting something Mm -hmm. and jill was the first one on that stage ass tackling whoever it was she (laughs) she said not today (laughs) like i might have a dress on i may look cute but philly is still in me and i will punch your throat in you come near my man so i so yay for joe biden um i have to throw out like michelle obama was looking so amazing and and just knowing that she's still there and ready to rock and supporting Mm -hmm. Um, I cannot think of her last name right now, and I did not write it down. I'm going to kill myself for this because I'm usually more prepared. But Miss Amanda, the poet. Mm-hmm. Is that so inspiring? Let me look that up. Gorman? Isn't it Gorman? I think, I think so. I'm going to look real quick. Okay. Come on, um, Google, do your thing. Gorman, right. yes. Gorman, Amanda? P-O-R. M A N, and she is going to be doing some watch for her because she was serious. Um, I know. So, like the ladies of inauguration, it was. I mean, like I thought Nancy Pelosi looked great. Now, okay, J Lo and Lady Gaga for just a minute. I'm just going to throw it out there. Mm-hmm. It was a weird set of songs for J-Lo to sing that I just didn't think was in her. No. With us. She did fine. But I sent you that meme um, that said something like, you know, uh, J-Lo wearing all that bronzer with that all white outfit is, you know, true bravery. She is a hero. <laughs> That's right. That's the courage we all need right there. <laughs> Right. I was like, oh, girl, you were going to have a ring on that neck. Be careful. Um, I was not a fan of Lady Gaga's costumery. No, like an angel. It was beautiful. I think she was such so ladylike, so respectful. But Effie Trinket in her Hunger Games costume with that giant ass bird on her shirt Mm -hmm. did not. mm -mm. No, I saw that. I was like, what in the Swiss Miss is happening over here? Right. I was like, no, honey. Or Frida Kalin. I was like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. So Lady Gaga, I love you. You nailed it. I love everything that you stand for. But that outfit. No. I, and usually I like what she wears other than the meat dress. But all of her weird stuff, I'm totally down with this one. I was like, Bleh. it was a miss. Um, but I want to really quick give a shout out because we're talking about women. So I have a list of all the women that are firsts in the cabinet. And this is amazing. So we have got a uh, representative from Ohio. Marsha Fudge has been nominated to serve as the secretary of housing and urban development. And I'm not positive if she's the first black woman in that or not, but she is the uh, former chair of the congressional black caucus. And she's heading in. Uh, I love this woman, former Michigan governor, Jennifer 
Granholm uh, is now been nominated for the head of Department of Energy. She's hmm. got that no nonsense blonde hairdo that she's not messing around. The uh, Isabel Guzman, who was the director of small business advocacy in California, is now administrator for the Small Business Administration. So woman and Latina. Yay okay. for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Representative Deb I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's Holland, it may be Halland from New Mexico, has been nominated for uh, where's her title? Department of Interior. Now let me just say she's from New Mexico and she's the first Native American person to oversee an agency. Hmm. Native American. So Native American and female. Yay for that. Okay. Another badass. Here she is, Avril Haynes. She is the director of national intelligence, first woman to sit in that position. She's been around a little while, but she's badass. Rhode Island Governor Gina, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Ramondo to be nominated Department of Commerce. So uh, another female in power. How about Cecilia Rose Chair? who is an economist and the dean of the Princeton University School of Public and National Affairs. So she wasn't like sitting around not doing anything before. Um, She's been nominated to lead the Council of Economic Advisors for the president. Mm -hmm. Uh, Catherine Tai, who who serves as the Trade Council for the United States House House Committee on Ways and Means, chosen for the position of trade representative and Asian American. So again, everything that he's doing is dropping in firsts and such a rainbow of females. Um, there's another one who is Office of Management and Budget, OM, OMB. Nira Taden is uh, going to be the director of that, but she's serving with Bernie, who I'm excited about that's going to be on that. Mm-hmm. Um, Linda Thomas-Greenfield, Foreign Service Officer, is the U.S. Ambassador to the United Nations. And I'm not entirely positive, I'd have to look it up, but I think she's the first black woman in that position as well. Mm-hmm. And then finally, this is my favorite. Janet Yellen is the first woman to head the Federal Reserve, was nominated as Secretary of the U.S. Treasury. She's officially in. Somebody already has started a rap song about her because Alexander Hamilton oh. was the first secretary of to the Treasury and got himself a musical. And so now they think that we need to do a Janet Yellen rap musical about her and the first song it's hilarious i'll find it and we'll we'll post it up (laughs) i love it i love it and she's like four foot eleven she's a tiny bitch and she ain't gonna play around so yay Mm -hmm. so hold on so wait a minute so janet yelling be four foot (laughs) eleven Girl, I got to find it. It is the best. And it's by some rapper that was on the um, Hamilton remix album. And she. OK. All right. Well, let me through. So. All right. Well, you know what? I feel like with all these monumental, like just ceiling breaking names and activities and whatever, I feel like it's it calls for a drink, Jenny. What are you drinking? That's right. <laughs> I feel bad because I wanted to toast all these people and we haven't done what you're drinking yet. I have a good one today. 
ladies and gentlemen, we had one of our super fans send in a cocktail. So this is from our friend Carrie. Thank you so much. And when I saw it, it made me laugh because I have to tell you, one of the shows that we both watched while we were on break was Mandalorian. Now, that means two different things to both of us. I have been a Star Wars fan since 1976 when I watched the stuff in the theater. I had all the action figures and I follow like I'm a Star Wars nerd. If you can see what is this pillow say if everybody can't see it it says may the force be with you yes it's one of my favorite shows so i was excited about this however shalane just jumped into mandalorian not having ever seen star wars which <laughs> i think is so weird but okay um you expect anything less honestly does that sound unusual for me <laughs> but she was ridiculously obsessed now i'm one of those people that i'm like if some if people get obsessed with something, I almost want to go in the opposite direction just because I don't want to be part of the bandwagon sometimes. And that's kind of how I felt about this. But she has not stopped talking about who she calls Baby Yoda. Look at her shirt. Stand up so we can see. There you go. There you go. Baby Yoda, which spoiler for anyone. It was spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. It's it's not Baby Yoda. It's Grogu. Now, I will get into that in a minute. But I found a Grogu martini. I'm called well, they're calling it the Baby Yoda martini. I'm calling it the Grogu martini. And you, if you've seen our our pages, Insta and Facebook, you've seen the picture. It's kind of a craft project. So I'm going <laughs> to let everybody know I didn't actually make one today. I didn't make that. I have a different cocktail. But it's super cute. Um, it looks like the Baby Yoda in a martini glass, and it's all so it is cute. is an ounce of Midori which is that melon liqueur that's green, an ounce of vodka and a squeeze of lime. You shake, you shake that in your cocktail, you pour that in the glass and then you add the lime, that lemon lime soda on top. So you just finish oh, it off with okay. soda so it can sparkle. So that's, that's your martini. The idea behind it though, is that you dress it up and make it look like Grogu. So you got to take a martini glass and you've got to take some fabric and, or it says you can also use like a paper grape or brown napkin. Okay, yeah. Wrap that around it, and then you tie a little string so it looks like his little outfit. And then you take a couple of blueberries and you put them on a on a skewer so you can balance them on top. And those are his eyes. And then you take two limes and you stick them on this either side, and those are his ears. And you have a little uh, Yoda cocktail. So even though I'm drinking other beverage, I will toast. Shalane, welcome back. Cheers. Welcome back. Amongst other things. Oh, do you see my new glass? I got this for Christmas. I don't know if you can see it all. Remember, I have to use sippy cups with tops on them because I spill way too often. So it says Los Pollos Hermanos. And for those people that are fans of Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul, this is the chicken restaurant that Gus Frang runs. And so this glass right here is supposed to look like. Let me see if I can do this. She's got it. If you guys aren't watching, now Shalane has shown me that she has a baby Yoda doll as well. Good Lord. <laughs> you sleep with that thing? Weirdo. Oh, but it was so, it was funny because I was walking in Target and I was walking, getting ready to, to, ca- to check out and I happened to look to my right. I'm like, oh, it's the child. And I just snatched it. It was, the, it was, he was sitting there by himself. Oh, he, was, like he was telling me, come by me. Yeah. So as far as Mandalorian goes, I'm not going to see too many spoilers because, you know, people are taking their time watching that. I loved the season. I love 
both seasons and we went back and rewatched season one again before we watched season two. I loved it. The thing that's amazing is if everybody doesn't know this, that when on Disney plus, cause I didn't realize this was on there and we haven't finished them. There's a whole series after you watch Mandalorian, there's behind the scenes and how they did stuff. And they have interviews with each of the directors and the writers and how they did stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's fascinating. And this new concept of this 360 degree studio where they project the location on the walls and green screen the rest, it, it's going to be, I mean, it is, it's groundbreaking. And it it's is. amazing that they're not in, I can't remember where they were. They were in the desert. Um, way back when with Star Wars. You know what I mean? They would actually mm-hmm. go, like, I, I know for sure in Return of the Jedi, the, the giant trees, they were in the Redwood Forest in California, obviously, you know, with the giant. Right. And they and all this stuff. And now they're just like, yeah, we were just like right there and we just projected it on the sides. That was just crazy cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I love The Mandalorian. I can't wait to see some more. I'm, um, I'm waiting for next season. Yep, next season's going to be great. The, I can't, I'm not going to say it, but what, for those of you that know Mandalorian and saw it, this is what I can't get over with <laughs> Shalane watching this, is the big reveal of what happened at the end and who was there to help. She had no idea who the fuck that was. That's yeah. the weirdest thing to me. I know so, who um, Luke Skywalker is. Don't say it. That's oh. don't say it. Oh, I, I, I know who he was. It's just, but you, know, but you didn't have the attachment of knowing his story to be like ape shit. Like, I think like I was watching on, on, on uh, YouTube, there's people that do reactions Yeah, and watching adult men cry like babies <laughs> watching that. <laughs> that's what you didn't have because you're not connected yet you will not be because you better start watching them um which brings up the you know what this is what people i want people to send this in so let's put this up as a question shalane okay what order should shalane watch the star wars movies yeah I, I i need people to and and you know i mean and try to be as objective as possible because everybody has their favorites but you know for someone who's you know i'm, I'm a star wars no newbie and dad i'm so sorry because dad is with the he's with these guys and the fact that i went in the other direction <laughs> sorry dad but i really want to know which movie like in which order should i start my star wars journey so i'll have the true appreciation so when i go back and watch the mandalorian i too will cry like a little baby when i see the very in which to this like i mean i i <laughs> that's all I, I'm say. I have a strong opinion and you know by the way you know that james our guest that was the grinch he's a huge star wars fan too so we might have to get his opinion he can he can send it to us we'll, we'll yeah I have a strong opinion of the two ways because people either say you need to watch four, five, six, one, two, three, mm-hmm. seven, eight, nine, because that's the chronological order. I mean, that's the order of release. From the right. Bottom. Yeah. And some people say one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine in chronological order. And then there's the machete version, which I think it's it's watching um, four, five. Two, three, six, seven, eight, nine. And the reason why ah, I can't because it'll give away. But the idea is that if you watch four or five and then you go back and watch two and three, those are um, like more like than they're like flashbacks. Yeah. Before you get back into the present day, mm-hmm. which is a very interesting way to do it. And if you notice, they cut off episode one because it's terrible. Um 
But uh, so I want to hear if, if we have any Star Wars nerds out there, let us know what you think, how how she should watch those. And we'll get yes, please do. Um, right. so, so, yay. So um, what else have you been doing while we were gone, Shalane? I, I mean, it hasn't been that long, but. Yeah. I mean, I've I've been catching up on different TV shows like my roommate. She turned me on to True Blood, which I know has. First of all, I didn't have HBO, but, you know, because I had HBO Max, you know, I went I I got HBO Max to watch Wonder Woman, you know, WW84, which. <laughs> I'm just glad I didn't go to the movie theaters for that. No, we're HBO Max, so I can't see anything on there, and I'm salty about it. So yeah, so um, I'll give you my sign in. But anyway, so then, but then she turned me on to True Blood, and that's something I think, you know, on top of everything else, I think you would like because it's set in um, in Louisiana, Shreveport, another and Bonton. You know, I love when they when they say. Bon temps. It looks like Bon Temps, but it's Bon Temps. <laughs> and um, yeah. yeah, it's it's good. Um, a lot of you know, a lot of vampire stuff and sh- um, shapeshifters and there's sex and all that stuff. But I I liked it. I liked it. That's so. what we want to watch too. And we were trying to decide between that and um, Vampire Diaries, mm-hmm. and we decided on Vampire Diaries first because it was set it was it's filmed down here um and that's when true blood was on netflix in january back oh, when we started. yeah and now it's not so we missed out which i don't know maybe i'm happy that if we would have only been halfway through and they would have taken it down that would have sucked too yeah um, but we finally finished vampire diaries um okay. we're, we're trying to finish off a bunch of stuff um but we finished vampire diaries and we're getting ready to move on to the originals that's the next project that we're gonna do hmm. um like Okay. Yeah. Um, um, but besides getting caught up on True Blood, and I've been working, still working over at Trilla Studios, and then I'm working a bunch of other um, uh, productions also. So I've been doing that, but still keeping my circle small, you know, so it's a matter of being very, very careful, especially because of my job. I'm a COVID officer, so I'm not a good officer if I'm sick. <laughs> so, but that's pretty much what I've been doing. Yeah, that's, I mean, like, I feel like I'm still like that point where I'm in the house. I can't, I mean, like, I hate to say it, theater is going to be the last thing that comes back. Live theater mm-hmm. is going to be the last thing. So I'm going to yeah. be stuck without a job for a while, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been like trying to fill, like I, like I said, I've, I've been cleaning and purging things and fulfilling projects that I just was like, oh, someday I'll do that. So someday is now because when am I going to be sitting around? So I made this really cute shelving unit for um, Isha's man cave, which is what I've I've taken over as man cave for recording. Um, (laughs) So I painted a a shelving thing and and covered it with fabric. And like, that's pretty crafty for me. Yeah, I'm doing stuff. So I'm just trying to keep busy with that so that I'm up on things. I've also been trying to do my yoga every day and walk every day. That's good. Up with that. Um, But uh, watching a lot of TV, which I know that we've talked about, you know, Mandalorian and True Blood, but those are not as important as one that we were sitting on waiting, holding our breath, screaming. We couldn't wait to see. And that is what? Cobra Kai. (laughs) Yes. Uh, I am not going to lie. We sat down on January 1st and watched the entire series in one day like pigs. (laughs) 
Oh, so you pulled a Shalane. <laughs> that was now I'm going to I'm going to say I could have like held off a little bit, like maybe done like four and four, because I think there's a, is there eight episodes, isn't there? Or there's yes, ten. So I no, no, like five eight. Is there? Okay. Whatever it was, I could have done like half, but I have a, you know, I live with a super fan that was like, no, we're finishing it. Yeah. And, you know, there's a lot of exciting things uh, about it because we really wanted to finish it because, and I, I, I can't say much, but, but I don't know if I mentioned this before, because I think I had to keep my mouth shut about it. But in November of 2019, which seems a really long time ago. No. <laughs> right. We got to go on Cobra Kai set mm-hmm. the last, it was the last, it was the second to last day of filming. And we have been waiting to see that. And so we knew that the episode that we were there for was at the end of the series. And so we had to plow through it. We'll get to that in a minute because I want to talk full on about it as much as I can. But the first thing is we all know because we talked about before that Shalane was on the set at Cobra Kai. We knew it. We just didn't know like how good it was going to be. And we couldn't talk about where she was. But if y'all have seen Cobra Kai, Shalane full on was in episode one in a very big moment. Um, it's can, well, like, will you, I'll let you talk so you know what you can say and can't say, but let's talk about where Shalane was. We, we can say it all now, it's no secret, but here's the funny thing. I knew it was coming out because we, we posted it, you know, in blurbs and stuff. So I, I think I'm at, I'm actually at work. And I'm kind of surfing my Facebook, whatever. And then I get a post. Did I see you in Cobra Kai? And I'm like, wait a minute. What day is it? Oh, crap. It's it's today. So then I go and I'm like looking and I was like, it is today. So then I went and said, send me that screenshot. And then that's when you sent me some more screenshot. And then everyone was like, at that point, hey, I saw you, Cobra Kai. And it was a pretty big part. I did. I mean, I knew because I was sitting next to a principal, but I didn't think I was going to get that much FaceTime. I was like, the only thing I was missing was, can you give me a line? Give me a word, something, anything, you know? Yeah. But the fact that that particular scene, first of all, it's the very first episode like the first, what, seven minutes of the episode. So it's like right in there. And uh, yeah, I was pretty excited about that. So if you haven't seen it, folks, go back and watch episode one for Shalane. And what she is, is she's part of the school board. Yes. And she's sitting on a Diaz at a table and there's a woman and a, and a man um, that do the talking and she's sitting next to the man working the long brown haired wig yep and the, and the cream colored kamala harris suit she's oh yeah kamala look right yeah um and she's right there and you i mean like you just keep flashing back and you see her through the whole thing it was just really funny to be like there she is mm-hmm. so it, she got some good screen time so i'm going to cheers thank kamala. you i was kamala before kamala <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna say that was you had okay you had longer on screen in cobra kai than than i i'd have to say several of the walking dead episodes yeah I, I would have to say because in walking dead the one like the one where you're standing next to michonne you're there a pretty good amount of time mm-hmm. 
and you had and you got to kill a walker w- with a full feature moment but that was a shorter that's a yeah. you know that was quicker mm-hmm. this so it was cool this was just longer where it just kept going back and there she is again and there she is again so that was that was really cool now our friend james who played the grinch and we had on our last episode he also was in cobra kai and he's in Two episodes, three scenes. What's funny, he's in episode one and he's in episode seven, I think seven or eight Mm. uh, at the end. Mm -hmm. But they were all filmed on the same day. James is a uh, guard at at the high school. They have metal detectors and they're searching people as they come in. Yeah, wearing like a little light blue, the light blue top and the dark pants with the with the blue glove rubber gloves on. And he's got the the metal wand checking people. So um, you can see him. It's not as great in episode one. You can sort of see him in the background in episode one. It's the episode seven where you can catch him really, really good. Um, Sam is walking up the stairs and she's paused for a good long time. And just over her shoulder, you just see him by himself with two girls um, checking them and you can see him. So he <laughs> he got he made it not as much. I guess his little screen hog tactics didn't work as well this time that he described how he did. Shalane's, <laughs> Shalane did it better. So yay for that. Now, um, what we got to see, which is why it's so funny that we've had to keep our mouth shut since November of 2019. Do you all understand how long we had to be quiet? Because we thought it was supposed to come out January of 2020. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. what it was supposed to come out. Um, we were at Golf and Stuff, the property where they filmed Golf and Stuff. Oh, yeah. And we got to see the love of my life. <laughs> Billy Zabka in all his glory and the love of my husband's life because Allie was there. And that was the big surprise that no one. I mean, like we were like basically said, you know, like if you say anything, you're dead. So we've had to keep our mouth shut and not tell anybody what we saw. But the but the scene we got to see filmed was the scene where they were sitting on the park bench talking to each other, where he kind of puts his arm around her to keep her warm. And as we were watching. Oh, by the way, I should explain how I got on the set. Um, One of my dear, sweet uh, young ladies that worked for me in in the costumes. uh, She was the costume designer and runner for my stunt show. Worked a job as a day day runner behind the scenes um, doing props, not costumes, but she was working her way up for Endgame, for Mm -hmm. actual Avengers Endgame with the art director on Endgame. They became friends. Hi. And and Lisa, (laughs) Lisa, the art director, came to came on my tour and I became friends with Lisa and she said the next gig that she was doing was Cobra Kai and I said holy crap if you could get me on the set just to visit that set I would be the biggest hero to my husband you you don't understand and then I never heard from her until the day before and she said are you available tomorrow it's the second to last day of filming but it's it was real close to us it's only like a 30 minute drive and I was like absolutely and I just called Ishap and said I'm not telling you why but you're taking tomorrow afternoon off and I said and I'll tell you where we're going when we get in the car because I wanted to surprise them so it was this huge surprise for Ish um, and then on top of that the fact that he got to see Allie is ridiculous so um, that was awesome so we so I'm standing next to Lisa watching them film this and I'm like 
they're going to almost kiss and then something's going to interrupt them. And she goes, how do you know that? I'm like, cause I ain't no dummy. And sure enough, they almost kiss. And then her phone goes off and I'm like, I knew it. I'm like, I knew it. So like, I could totally read the scene. So they were laughing at me being like, like kind of funny about that. But we also got to go inside and see the inside. So I knew that she was going to win a hippo because she showed me the hippo. Cause that was part of the art direction where the prizes were. Yeah. Um, and then she took us into, and this is really funny. She took us into the laser tag room. And I was like, all right, whatever. We were more obsessed with the fact that the actual original hockey game, not air hockey with the puck and the pushing the thing, the little hockey game where you have the little figures that you that are on a stick and you move them up and down. Yeah. yeah. That game sitting on their floor was brought in from the original Karate Kid. Wow. Daniel and Allie play that game on their first date in 1984. That's crazy. So Ish and I got to touch that. And so we were obsessed with like the old school stuff. Right. So she was like, this is a laser tag room. We're like, oh, cool. That's really neat. Didn't really pay attention and didn't realize that's where the giant fight was going to take place. Wow. So um, it was a really fun day. We got we we didn't get to meet anybody because they were working. I was going to ask, did, did, did you get a chance to at least say anything like hi or no? No, I got to when we when we were parking in the crew parking, we were near base camp and we were waiting for a, a van to pick us up to take us to the set. Mm-hmm. And uh, I said, is this base camp for the actors? She goes, no, I think that's for the tech crew. And as soon as she said that, Johnny walked out in his all black, sexy outfit, <laughs> Billy Zabka, and walked up to his car to like do something. And he was standing there next to his car, leaning on it like the Marvel man. And I was just like, oh, my God. And I was like 10 feet away from him. So I was close Amazing. enough. But Did I you know. It, here's the thing. I want to be really, really um respectful because Lisa could have gotten a lot of trouble. Like she felt very nervous about that because we were obviously, you know, we were nobodies going on the set and seeing some big secret stuff that shouldn't have happened. So I wanted to make sure she understood that I, I respected her job and everybody's job and that way she'll invite me back. So fingers crossed, we get to go back this season. I don't know if it'll happen because of COVID, Yeah. Um, but she said she was going to see what she could do. Um, but we got to like, like I said, it was so cool to see the set that looked like golf and stuff from 1984, which brought us back to our youth. We got to see a scene film. The only thing we didn't get to see but this is kind of a cool side note is all the vietnam flashbacks were actually built on set on the property where we were at but it was just further back in the Mm -hmm. woods and uh she had planned on taking us to it and then she was too cold and it was getting too dark so she wanted to go that's probably good that you didn't you know for for it you know getting dark and that being what it was right but i like what we missed were those fight scenes and as a stunt person that would have been fun to see the fights so i'm sad we missed it but we all again we knew that they were flashing back to vietnam which wasn't on any preview nobody knew because we all knew that he was going to go to japan that became like an exciting moment of seeing Mm -hmm. the characters from japan which that was so awesome and i thought those were some of the best episodes for for um ralph macchio but no one knew there was going to be vietnam flashbacks and i was like oh my god (laughs) so so yeah it was it was pretty epic i was pretty excited um i also got here i'm going to show a picture oh can i show it I'm going to show it. I don't think it's going to show me. She gave us a present. And so here's the present that we got. It's I don't know if you can see this. It was the art department coffee mug that everybody got. So it says art department um, season three. 
But on the other side, oh wow, Eagle <laughs> Fang karate, and of course we had no idea what that meant at the That's time. Hilarious. Again, spoiler: we knew that someone was going to start another dojo, dojo, and so we didn't know where it was and how it was going to be. But um, now I feel pretty cool that I got this this uh, little okay. casket. Okay, I have to ask you this because I was going to wait till after recording, but I'm going to ask you this now because if I don't, I'll forget. I sent you a present. Did you ever get it? It was a t-shirt. Did you send me a t-shirt? Yes. And not just yes. any t-shirt. No. Not- we didn't. I was so weirded out by that. Some I was like, I, like, there's a story that goes with that because I got a T-shirt for Christmas that Ish bought me from Amazon, and it was too small. It didn't work, and it was a it was a karate. It was a um, Miyagi Do shirt. Right. And so we had to return it. And like two days later, I get this shirt in the mail, and I was like, I didn't order this. Did you order this? And he was like. No, and I'm like, do, do you think it's because we returned the shirt and we had no idea where it came from? And I was like, I, I don't I know. I kept telling is. you, I was, gonna, I was gonna, I, I can't remember, can't believe, it. I kept telling you, I was, I was gonna send you something. You're gonna really like what I sent you. I text that to you. I don't remember that in. The I will week. pull up that text, girl. <laughs> well, thank you, because I, had, I was like, I don't know where the shirt came from. Because it wasn't just any t-shirt, it was your man. Yeah, I know. And but I was like, I haven't, I haven't even tried it on because I was like waiting for someone to be like, I accidentally sent you that, but you need to return it because it belongs to you know so and so. I I had no idea. There was no message in there, Shalane. I had no idea. And I was like, fired. Yeah, because I had I had I wrote like a little gift thing on there. Oh no, there was nothing. I don't return dress, just random. So I was like, I don't know where this came from. I'm just going to be quiet because I I thought it had something to do with the fact that we returned a shirt. I will show you the receipt. (laughs) It was me, girl. Thank you. You're welcome. I'll wear it it coming up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. (laughs) Um, Well, okay. Let's move on from Cobra Kai for just a second. Because I want to talk about a couple other things that I watched that I want to throw out there. Mm -hmm. We're we're doing a series. What you watching? Like, we have been really watching a lot of stuff. So, um, I watched the weirdest one-woman show that was called Nate, a one-man show. And this girl, she's an actress. Her name is Natalie Pal- Palmetis. Palmetis. Okay. It's on Netflix. And I saw her in an interview on, I think it was on Seth Meyers. And she is a performance artist that mm-hmm. wrote a one woman show about sexual stereotypes and gender study kind of stuff. But she plays a dude in this. It's the weirdest most fearless bizarre she doesn't wear a shirt so she has i know she has hair a hairy chest and it's just her boobs so but she wears a jacket over it so like you can see it's really weird i'm just saying it's not for everybody okay definitely not for kids yes but 
And you kind of go, what am I watching? And where is this going? You have to wait till the end of it to understand the full story. It's genius. It's really brilliant. I I would go as far to say that if the Tonys, because I don't think the Tonys honor one person shows. I'm not sure. It Hmm. should get nominated for a Tony. It's it's so well written. And it's basically filming of a stage production. So I I highly recommend watching it. It's really brilliant. Um, I, I loved it. I also, uh, because, you know, there was enough ugliness going on. I needed some laughs. Oh, by the way, it's really funny too. It's, Mm. it's hilarious. Um, but I was watching the Christmas season. Um, there's a Christmas season segment of nailed it. That's just Christmas stuff. Yes. And this year, like it was like Hanukkah and new year's and a whole bunch of stuff. And I have never laughed so hard at some of the stupid people on that. I swear. They're just looking for like, people that cannot cook at all trying to do stuff now is really funny. So I totally enjoyed nailed it. And I love Nicole who hosts that. I follow her on Instagram. I love big girls. She's, she's, you know, awesome. Um, And then I watched, you talked about your dad is into star Trek. We are star Trek people too. And so we got to um, watch Picard. which I know is a a little bit older, Mm -hmm. Um, but, but I want to toast the friends of ours. I'm not going to say their names so they don't get in trouble, but friends of ours gave us their passcode to get into CBS plus or whatever it's called all access. So cheers to you friends. I'm not going to out you so that you don't get in trouble, but thank you for the free passcode. They don't come after you. (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about anyway. uh, But we did watch Picard. We are going to watch Star Trek Discovery because our girl um, Sasha from Walking Dead Mm -hmm. is on it. So I want to see that. Um, But we've been watching and I know you just told me you were watching The Stand. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that in a second, um, because I also know we both watched Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. And I just want to give a shout out to the cast of Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Mm-hmm. It was so delicious. Viola Dam Davis. Goddamn, was she amazing? And mm-hmm. Chadwick. Um, Chadwick killed it. Chadwick was awesome. win something. The whole cast just nailed it. So cheers to them. And that was a play first, and it makes me want to direct it. So mm-hmm. I'm just saying we, we might have to do that. But let's talk about The Stand, because I didn't know you were watching it. So how are you liking it? Well, first of all, I want to I want to preface this by saying I've not read the book and I've not watched the first version. I've right. not seen the previous. So um, Elizabeth, she has suggested, you know, I should watch it because I like Stephen King. And so um, I'm watching it and right away I recognize Whoopi Goldberg because, you know, because of her hair, because on The View, she had that hair and she said that she was making this and I didn't put two and two together until I saw her. Yeah. So um, I'm, I'm really like intrigued. Like now I want to go back and, and watch the earlier version. And I also want to go back and I don't know if I read the book. I mean, maybe if there's like a cliff note version <laughs> or something, because that's a thick ass book. Yeah. It's, it's like that. Like, yeah. it's, it's really thick. It's, but, um, I'm, I'm looking at Amber Heard in this and it's like, I hate to say it, but it's like, as I'm watching her, I'm thinking of her as Johnny Depp's wife and that whole backstory and yeah. how like I'm damaged goods now. I can't see her in any other light. I can't. She, she is. And I don't think she isn't she in um, Aquaman. Yeah. Like like they're, they were trying to like there was this petition going on to get her off the show. 
Well, uh, that'd be okay because I thought she, I did, this is before I realized she was the same person that was Johnny Depp's wife and all that drama. And she was terrible in Aquaman. She's like the most painful part to sit there and watch that. So she's not a good actor. I'm no. okay with her in this. I'm really trying. I think it's because I know who that character is from. I have watched, I haven't read the book. Ish read the book. I have watched the the series that came out, the mini series that came out in ninety four, and we actually owned it. We actually still do, but it's on VHS tape. So mm-hmm. I th- we have one uh, machine that may or may not work. But anyway, um, and I loved it. And the funny thing about the stand, this is a side note, is when I watched the stand, and I think I've discussed this before. When I started watching Walking Dead, the only other apocalyptic show I ever watched was The Stand. Okay. And very similar, don't you think, in a lot of, you know, there's a there's a there's a disease that's killing everybody. There's no way to stop it. The hospitals are backed up. Mm-hmm. People are dying in their houses. People are dying in their cars. Everywhere mm-hmm. you go, you're finding people have died. Now, clearly in Walking Dead, they come back as zombies. We're in the stand. They're just dead. Um, but what I never could figure out with Walking Dead was the stuff that they did in the stand, which was... And, uh, and Harold says it looks to him like only 1% of the United States survived. He's like, I'm guessing only about 1% of us, which is very few. But in that percent, there was plenty of people that knew how to work the goddamn power plants to turn the power back on. <laughs> and the same with the folks in Las Vegas. There was people in Las Vegas. If they could figure out how to turn the power on in Las Vegas, how come they can't turn the power on on Walking Dead? How come they're sitting in the they had, dark for 10 they years? Had, they had uh, casinos. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I've never understood. It's like, how is it that that somehow in The Walking Dead, every single person that has anything to do with science or electricity, they died first. You all you got, you know what I mean? Like, it's so funny. So that's the one thing that I always thought was missing from Walking Dead was like there had to be someone that could figure out how to turn the power back on. Now, you know, I, I I will say the first episodes when you start seeing Captain Trips, you know, the the virus, you know kill people basically it made me a little anxious it made me you know nervous because i saw the parallels between that and coronavirus and i was like i'm not digging this and then my roommates you know elizabeth she was like no just just push through just watch it you'll like it and i am enjoying it knew that when they were filming that last year the the coronavirus wasn't anything i think she was i swear they filmed like last december and january february it was all before they had to shut anything down oh yeah you know what i mean so who knew all the way back then that that was going to happen now i want to ask you because when i watched the stand the first time obviously it was in the 90s it was before the walking dead Mm -hmm. i'm watching this after the walking dead and do you still not feel like even though you know that they were all dying and they weren't getting back up that you were still waiting for zombies to come out somewhere oh yeah yeah, I mean, I mean, there's I can't I can't talk about what I saw yesterday because I think I'm an episode ahead of you. But there were things that I saw that I, right away I was just expecting something to jump out or, you know, like just, you know, whatever. I was expecting that. I'm like, wait a minute, wrong show. You know, so. <laughs> that's what I think is funny. It's like now I keep getting like little tastes of, oh, wait, no, that's right. There's no. Mm-hmm. Come on, February. Come on, we can hang on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I'm a, I'm a huge fan. It's funny to see um, 
you know, the original um, stew was Gary Sinise. Really? And the original Franny was Molly Ringwald. No. Okay. Gary Sinise, but not Molly Ringwald. Yep. That's a, that's an odd cast. And the original Nick was Rob Lowe. (gasps) No. And the original Nadine was Laura San Giancamo. Do you know, she, she was, she was, um, the pretty, pretty woman, um, Julie Roberts, best friend. Yeah, Yeah, I know. Yeah. She was amazing. She was amazing in that. Now I have to go back and find that. I don't know where, but I have to go back and find that now. Well, we have it on VHS, so there's that. We'll have to figure that out. But there was, I mean, like, they've, they've changed some stuff for the stand now that they've um, updated. And I know, and this is why don't tell me, that's why, that's the one thing, she's an episode ahead of us. Um, these last couple episodes are where Stephen King actually went back and changed some of the ending stuff. So who's Flag? Who was Flag? Um, he's an unknown guy. He was really good. He had a mullet. <laughs> he had his jeans. Okay, first of all, ew. <laughs> but ew. In the 90s, I can't think of who he was, but he wasn't anybody. Um... Now, see, that's sad because that's a big character. That is a big character. Yeah, but I liked him unknown. I liked him unknown. Um, the original, and I love Whoopi. I think Whoopi's doing a great job, but the original was Ruby D. Just as good. Ooh, I would have, yeah. But yeah. I, I, I like Ruby D. I, I, I'm gonna see it. He was good too. So that's what I'm saying. Okay. Like it, so it's, it's weird to see it, um, and see like the different people in it, and and uh, how they're, how they're, they've changed some stuff. They've mm-hmm. made it a little bit more. Again, it wasn't like it was all white people. No, um, but there who was, was Ray? Who was Ray? The the Indian, the in, the, fe- the female Indian. She's the one that she's always on the phone right around Mother A. Oh, uh, nobody. I don't think that that was even a character. No. Okay. Yeah, that wasn't significant. She wasn't significant in that. All right. Um, Harold wasn't anybody famous either. Um, Oh, Trash Can Man, which good God, what they did with Trash Can Man so far in the current. Yes. Is scary and horrifying trash can man was i can't think of his name but he he was um max headroom remember yes. max headroom mm-hmm. and then and now he was in fear of the walking dead last season he was the guy that owned the ranch that took his stuff back mm-hmm. that, that guy. i can't think of his name um but that's who that's crazy trash can man the first time so it, yeah there's just different huh. there's they did it differently um I like that they made it a little bit more diverse. Like I said, Mm -hmm. like Nick was uh, Hispanic. Yeah. Um, And Larry was, uh, uh, I think he was white, but I would go, he was a little bit more like Italian New York the first time. Uh He was olive skin. So I liked that it was a black guy. They really didn't get into Larry the first time being much of a drug addict. So they they doubled down on the drug addict. Well, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of stuff that I think they couldn't do because when, when they did it in the nineties, it was on, uh, you know, seven o'clock or eight o'clock. Oh on, yeah, on, on TV. Like, yeah, you can't do that. So yeah. yeah, so there's no swear words, and yeah. there were a no lot way. of probably a lot of implied. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Compared to the the nudity and the the craziness in this one, so yeah. it was different. But um, I'm loving it. Can't wait to uh, we watch we watch the stand on Friday night. So that's what we're going to be doing. Okay, uh, okay. Um. Yeah. um Really, we've been spending our life watching a lot of TV, girl. That is what we've been doing. Yeah. Yeah. 
you know, it's, it's it's fun. We know we're staying inside, but I, I I know we're running a little long. But I want to know your opinion about. You know I'm going to ask, so I have to ask it. Bridgerton. I got to know, because I've been, like, asking you about Bridgerton. You were like, yeah, it's on the list. It's on the list. Well, have you watched it? I I haven't finished it, but, yes, I started watching it. I yes. did start watching it. Yes. I got to tell you, the reason why I finally jumped on the bandwagon, again, I hate jumping on bandwagons. I was really concerned that it was going to be, like, annoying and I love Regency stories. I love that time period. Um, I thought it was going to be weird, but our friends, Caleb and Tina, who um, we've had them on a couple times and shout out to them. He, he posted that he was looking for Regency costumes for a photo shoot. And I thought, oh man, he's going to do something that's related to Bridgerton. So I said, I have Regency costumes, which he hasn't, uh, they haven't got back to me on that, by the way. Huh. Anyway, um, I said, I have Regency costumes if you need them. But I'm like, let me guess, Bridgerton? He's like, oh, hell yeah. So then I was like, all right, I'm going to watch one. So I've been watching The Walking Dead. I've been rewatching Walking Dead and using it as motivation for when I walk on my treadmill, because I feel mm-hmm. like if, if zombies are chasing you, you're going to walk faster or mm-hmm. you're watching this and thinking if there's ever a zombie apocalypse, I need to be in shape so I can run fastest or at least faster than at least one other person. Cause that's all you got to do in the apocalypse. Yep. Make sure that you're faster than one. Yeah. Then they can, you know, then they die. So anyway, um, I'm just saying, so I've been watching it, but I thought oh, I'll watch Bridgerton and I, I really like it. it. There's a lot of um, very stereotypical characters, like stock characters from Regency stories, but I love that they've added the diversity into it. Shonda! Um, yeah, I love that a lot. Um, and then I, I, I just got to their um, their wedding night because that's it okay let me just say first of all i was like everybody's talking about there's like tons of sex in this and i'm like there really isn't there wasn't a lot until you get to that and then i was like (laughs) 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 oh my god I, i mean I mean, now there is a salt and pepper song that says, I want to thank your mother for a butt like that. Okay. <laughs> That's all I have to say. I think it was a requirement for all the men on that show. You must do squats. You will squat every day. Thou shall squat it every day. <laughs> I, I am totally fine with that because damn. I can't pronounce his first name, but I follow him on Instagram. Oh, I, you know, I'm not following anybody yet on that kind of thing, but I, I, I mean, you have to give props to, I, I'm assuming, cause I looked up, I wanted to look up Lady Daphne cause I really liked her. Yeah. Lady Daphne and, um, uh, uh, Lady Bridgerton, Mo- Mother Bridgerton are both Shakespearean trained Royal Shakespeare Academy actors that do tons of Shakespeare. I'm like, you just knew it. I'm like, you just knew. And there's a lot of them that are all Shakespearean, uh, have, that have done different stage. So there's a lot of stage training mm-hmm. clearly if you're going to do regency you have to learn that time period and that is like the thing so they, i mean like it's well acted it's just it's just mind candy it's just delicious like you know i can walk for an hour and not realize that i'm walking well i i will say this um i was at the gym 
which by the way, when I do cardio at the gym, I do have, I have a mask on or I'm in an area where there's nobody around. However, comma, I would be very careful about watching Bridgerton. If you are in a public setting like that, where someone could just accidentally walk by and kind of glance to see what you're watching. <laughs> Cause it's like, Oh shit. <laughs> that, could, mm-hmm. that could be a, that could be a, mm-hmm. No problem. And you may not want to watch that with like, like, you know, like sometimes you, you know, you just watch something like either with your mom or, you know, whatever. it's like, I wouldn't watch with your mom either. That's kind of like, mm-mm. no, <laughs> it was. Yeah. It's steamy. It's tasty. We'll see where it's going for me. And we'll talk about it again when I, when I finish it. Yes. Cause I, I need, I need your commentary on the stair, the staircases. I'm, I'm giving an, a, 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 an ovation. For dad ass. Yes. <laughs> Bridge dead ass ton. <laughs> I mean, we gotta go because I know, I know. It's been it's been so long, guys. And you know, for y'all who are watching and listening, you know, it's been a long time too. So, you know, I I know you're all watching this. And with that being said, I am gonna go ahead and just cut this short for now. But before we go, I'm good. I am going to go ahead. Let's go ahead and plug in our social media one more time. So on Facebook and on Instagram, it is O Girl Podcast. O H G U R L P O D C A S T. Make sure you have that spelled correctly. Otherwise, you won't find us. Not be very sad. Now on Twitter, it is Podcast Girl. Girl is spelled the exact same way on Twitter. And there's there's a lot of fun, a lot of interaction with other podcast creators on there as well. So make sure you check us out on there and you know follow like and share accordingly um on youtube we are old girl podcast and that's where you'll see all this video that you know because there jenny makes the funniest faces when she does it <laughs> it's i mean it, it just adds to the show you have to watch it on there um and then of course if you want to email us um because i know we have jenny's gonna talk more about it but we need some more listener interactive stories and such and you got to email them to us at oldgirlpodcast at gmail dot com. Yes, that's a, that's the thing that I need to talk about real quick. So I want to tell everybody, thank you so much for listening, but I want you to participate in uh, February. So we are going to be talking about a whole bunch of stuff. We're coming up. We're going to be talking about Valentine's Day, Mardi Gras. Uh, we have a special guest. His name is Greg. Can't wait to um, have him on with us. He's from New Orleans. We're going to talk all about New Orleans with uh, that funny, funny man. Um, we're going to talk about reunions and that's because I am working on planning um, later on in this month, a reunion with a bunch of my college friends. So I want to, we, we, Shalane and I started talking about it. We started talking about like, did we have horror, horror stories of reunions or happy reunions? So I want to hear from y'all if you had great experiences at your high school or your college reunions or family reunions, whatever, or crazy ridiculous experiences, reasons why you wouldn't like it, that sort of stuff. And we want to share your reunion stories. So send those in. Um, And then we're also going to talk about New Year's resolutions, but we're going to give you a little time. See, we're going to wait till the end of February to talk about them resolutions and see if you still stuck to them. So if you guys have any thoughts on resolutions or what you've done for resolutions, um, and then if you've made it, if you've not made it, or in the past, if you stuck better, um, we want to hear about resolutions. And we also, if you have really fun Valentine's stories, things that you do for Valentine's Day, fun traditions. If anybody has been to Mardi Gras, um, enjoyed Mardi Gras, remembers Mardi Gras, 
I'm just saying, um, send us some stories so we can share them. We love having our viewers send stuff in. So I know there's a lot of, lot of info. It's all going to be up on our Facebook page and all of our social media, but we love to hear from you. It's uh, ogirlpodcast at Gmail, or if you're really lazy, just do us a private message on Facebook and write it there. Um, we'll take it. We'll copy and paste it. It's easier on, on Gmail, but we have no problem if you just want to send it out. So, oh, she, for, for our, our listeners, Shalane is playing with her damn Grogu doll and her drink. <laughs> All right, we got to go. It has been late. So if you've made it to the end, thank you so much for making this far. Toast yourselves. We will be back next week talking about Valentine's Day and Mardi Gras with our special guest, Greg, and of course, cocktails. Until then, cheers, Shalane. Cheers. Thank <laughs> you.